Welcome to the ProfServe Traction Podcast, dedicated to exploring how professional services and technology businesses break through the ceiling. Here's your host, Steve Prada. Good day, dear listener. You're listening to the ProfServe Traction Podcast. This is the first edition of this podcast that I'm launching today about professional services firms and about traction. So let me unpack this a little bit for you. So what does it mean, professional services? What does it mean, traction? Well, professional services is a collection of the different branches of professional services. This is where I live. This is where I was brought up as a professional. This is where I spent my working life, first as an employee and then as a business owner. Professional services for me includes different areas. It, it includes consulting, so all those business-to-business consulting firms, management consultants, marketing consultants, IT consultants, and uh, PR consultants, and all these different consulting branches. It also includes technology services companies uh, that may have a cloud product, they may be running on a SaaS model, they may be an IT product company, so all these uh, different technology-driven companies that are business-to-business are part of that category. It also includes engineering and accounting firms. So think about architecture firms, design firms, engineering, consulting firms, and accounting firms. The good old CPA firms like the one I worked for when I was starting out my career in London with KPMG and smaller uh, firms. So I'm not targeting the big ones, the big four. Um, My universe is small to medium-sized companies, typically anywhere between five employees to 500 employees, companies that are privately owned and typically owner operated, or maybe they are private equity owned, but definitely private companies that are in charge of their own destinies. So they set their own course, they chart their own course. This is the companies I love and this is the companies I have served throughout my career. So that's what I mean by professional services. About my background, which is As you guessed, in professional services, I started life as an accountant in London. Um, I'm kind of a CPA in England. We call them ACAs, Chartered Accountant. And then I went into banking. I went to development banking with a major multilateral bank called the European Bank. Then I went into uh, investment banking. And when I was 35 years old, I set up my own investment banking boutique firm in my hometown of Budapest, Hungary. And that was uh, 2002, just before Hungary was about to join the European Union. There was a lot of excitement. There was a lot of uh, optimism, even though we were kind of on the heel of the um, internet bubble bursting and and, uh, 9-11. But nevertheless... I started the company and this company uh, went on a nice run. So for the next five years, we're growing 30 to 50% per annum. And by 2007, we led the market in our category, which was investment banking for small to medium-sized businesses. We closed the most number of transactions that year. And then 2008 uh, was the year of the financial crisis. So that didn't really help that much. To my business, we almost went under, but we somehow survived, rebounded, and uh, did some expansion. But around the year 2011, during the Eurozone crisis, uh, my wife and I decided that maybe we should be uh, doing something else than being here in Hungary uh, amidst all the changes that were 
not going the right direction. So we decided to come to America. And as I was packing my luggage, I was approached by a private equity firm in Budapest, a successful one, who were interested to partner with me. And uh, I was not ready for that, but they gave me an offer anyway for my business, which I wish I had never asked for, because it was a very sobering piece of email that I received. And it woke me up to the fact that I was the proverbial cobbler uh, going bare feet. And even though I was advising all these companies how to prepare for sale, I was totally unprepared. And the price offered for my company was well below what I thought my company was worth. So there was no transaction. However, good thing this summer, following summer, that was about May 2012, and in the summer, around June, end of June, I stumbled upon a book called Traction. So this is where Traction comes into the picture, written by Gino Wickman, who was, who and who still is, an entrepreneur, a lifelong entrepreneur. And Gino um, figured out how to, uh, what are those major management tools that need to be um, implemented for small business in order to break through the ceiling. And he wrote about this interaction. I got really excited, as I do when I read stuff like that. I started uh, immediately implementing uh, these tools in my business. And uh, lo and behold, they worked. So these tools involved delegating. It involved empowering my people. It involved sharing power in the company. It involved measuring our progress in a much more structured fashion. It included having regular meetings where we solved our issues. So our company uh, started growing again. And even though I was out of the country for most of the year, the following 12 months, the company was actually doing really well. And my investors who saw that uh, this company was kind of a self-managing business, managing itself without me, they were ready to come back to the table and write me a nice check. So that that's how I sold my business. Moved over here to the United States in 2013. I did some investment banking here first. And then I also became a facilitator of a peer group, of two peer groups here in, in Virginia, where I am. And I did that for a few years. I worked uh, with CEOs and coached them and facilitated their peer groups. But I kept thinking back to traction and how it was and how fun, how much fun it was to work with my own team and to uh, achieve the results that we did. So, so I looked into how to become a certified EOS implementer and I made the decision that was around the end of 2016 to become uh, one of these people and I embarked on the journey and never looked back. A year or so later, I gave up my my peer groups and went full time. Uh, and uh, here I am uh, three years later, and uh, I've helped over 30 companies implement EOS. And we have some really great stories there, which I will share some of the stories on this podcast as we move forward in time. But the point is that Traction and the Entrepreneurial Operating System, which the Traction book talks about, really works. And this is what I do for companies, help them break through the ceiling. Now, on this podcast, uh, what I want to do is I want to uh, focus on professional services and technology firms and talk to these firms, uh, share some of my experiences 
during implementing EOS with uh, my clients and the experience I hear from my professional service clients and partners and peers. I'm going to be inviting uh, some of these people on the show to uh, to exchange some ideas and to share some experiences, war stories, challenges, how they overcome them, all those things that people who run professional services firms should be interested in, or I believe uh, will be interested in, or are interested in. Certainly, I am very interested in these stories. So whether you are interested or not, I'm going to be sharing them with you. So that's what we're going to be doing. Actually, I haven't finished um, explaining professional services. So we talked about different categories. We talked about consulting firms, technology services firms. We talked about engineering and accounting firms. It also includes legal firms, law firms. So we'll talk about the challenges and the uh, opportunities uh, for these firms and how they break through the ceiling. We are also going to be talking about investing and real estate firms, brokerage firms, as well as real estate investment firms, advisory firms. Uh, I'm kind of biased for that category because I was running my own investment bank, which I'm very passionate about. So that's going to be part of the category as well. Professional services technology is going to be the field. If you're as excited as I am about entrepreneurship and professional services firms, then please join me on this podcast. Uh, I'm going to be posting regularly here and sharing, documenting my journey. Um, And hopefully uh, you'll give me some ideas as well which I can uh, then bring to everyone, listeners. So I really have in mind you as my partner in this venture. I want us to do this together. I'm going to be doing most of the heavy lifting, but I hope that you are going to help me out with some content as well, because I'm not just doing this podcast altruistically for you, dear listener. I'm also doing it because I'm a very curious person. And I want to learn as much as I can about the topic, about these businesses and entrepreneurial challenges. And I feel like if I can engage you guys in this journey, then it's going to accelerate my opportunity to to learn and learn about the stuff. So that's the idea. So I think that's about it for our inaugural episode. If you'd like to learn uh, more about what I'm doing, Feel free to check out my LinkedIn page, which is linkedin.com Steve Preda, or check out my website, tractionequity.com, or just shoot me an email at steve at tractionequity.com. So that's it for today. I wish you, especially if you're a professional services or technology firm, increasing traction that you break through to the ceiling. And until next time, have a great day. And speak to you very soon. This was the Prof Serve Traction Podcast with Steve Prada. To learn how your professional services or technology business could break through the ceiling with EOS, visit tractionequity.com.